Lou. It's December 1st. It is starting into the holiday seasons for Christmas now. And it's Advent season. So, Isaiah 35 leaves you with a question. What are you expectant of? And what are you anticipating? In each of our lives, we need to start asking that of our own lives. All the promises that the Lord Jesus has given us are true. They were true for the Israelites, and they're true for us. So we need to ask you that question. The Israelites were looking for the promises to come to pass as they went through the wilderness. They were expectant, but they wanted it now. They wanted it to happen. They had their own time frame. And they weren't seeing it. And they were seeing a desert with not much in it. And needs not being met. And they were wandering in the desert. And their attitude was completely wrong. They were demanding and complaining and just having all sorts of problems. So, where is our willingness? Where were their willingness in the desert? When you find yourself in that desert or wilderness time frame, where nothing seems to be going right, nothing seems to be matching up, nothing seems to be what you want, you know, it, it is it is a difficult time. It is a difficult season. But do you want to become stuck in that? Like the Israelites did. They, they ended up wandering a lot longer because of it. Because they weren't acting right. They weren't thinking right. They weren't speaking right or anything. So we can find ourselves in that same situation. Even now, today, in 2022, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm finding myself, I could be there myself. I lost my son. It's only been five months. I don't want to become stuck. I, I look at this story and I say, I don't want to become in that light. And I've moved to a completely new place. Everything's strange, unfamiliar. Some days just don't seem like it's all going to come together. I don't know how everything's going to turn out or be. Or you know, it's just a lot of questions and a lot of adjusting. But I know where my son is. He's with the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's happy and he's healed. And grieving over that, it, I can't. I can't grieve over that. He's he's happy. And I know that he would want me happy. And I know that he would want me to go on. And I do want to go on forth 
towards whatever God has for the rest of my life, for however long my life's going to be. So I don't want to become stuck like the Israelites and grieve and, and not be able to function and, you know, get so caught up in that that my mind is not stayed on Christ and thinking on things, those things that are above and where he can work with my life and fill it and all his promises could come true. All those marvelous and wonderful things ahead. And so I wanted to give this message because it is Advent season and we need to be evaluating the expectancy and and how we're looking at things, how we're anticipating things, um, and just focus on what the Lord would want, and ask Him, and follow Him, and do what you need to do each day, but always be aware that He's within your life, He's with you, so He could add anything at any time at any place, with anybody, you know, and I went to church on Sunday, I walked, it's a 15 minute walk, and I met some wonderful people, um, they were very welcoming, um, I immediately got in connection with the woman that does life group, and she got me someone, you know, the very next day to you know, take me to their group and arranged for all that. And I went last night and it was wonderful. I met new people. I was able to share and worship and pray. And it was just like God was filling that void as I've been willing to be obedient to follow through with coming here in my new place. So things are beginning to move and fill in my life. And that's wonderful. And I'm not, you know, sitting back and saying, I can't do that. I can do that. You know, I have the Lord, Lord's strength. He girds up my waist and I can stand with him. So as I move, he moves. And so it's it's just a matter of attitude, what you anticipate your life to be, what you expect. And I'm expectant of the Lord. And I anticipate that my life's going to go forward and not be in the realm of where the Israelites were, where they would wander for, you know, many, many years. And a lot of people in grief get caught up and can't move forward. And I understand that because each and every person is different. And I don't have the grieving heart that most have because I went through this whole ordeal with my son. And I walked with him and walked with God during it. And he encouraged and he saw us through and you know, had a wonderful transition for my son in the aspect of him passing. I was with him. I got to pray with him. He got 
to ask for prayer and what he wanted, and, and it was it was delivered. He he was given what he requested. So yes, as it was hard and difficult, it was still a blessing because he did not linger or suffer, and he's happy. And I'm so blessed to know that he's there, and I have a God that's with me, a God that has everything, and he's been carrying me forth and seeing me through. And I come to the meeting last night to the life group, and the man tells me, you moved to Brazos Valley in Texas. And this is the area that you live in. And Brazos Valley has a meaning. And the meaning is in the arms of God. So I'm sitting there just like, whoa, how awesome. The Lord sent me to the area where he wanted and his arms are around me in a valley that's been named that. And no one could dispute that that isn't God because I never knew that was the name meaning for this valley. And I'm near family and he's going to lift my life up to where he wants and fills it as he wants and I have given that to the Lord as my transition has been fulfilled here it's, I'm here and we're coming to the end of 2022 now and I'm settling in in a, in a grateful season of Uh, his majesty and remembering what he sacrificed for us and gave to us with family and 2022 was a transition year both for my son and for me and I can't be saddened by that because it is by God's will. Anything that happens in your life. Even if it's not such a good thing. I would have loved to have my son the rest of my life. I didn't want him to die before me. But that wasn't in the plan. And so I can't I can't be ungrateful for that because I know he has my son and one day I'll be there with him so I have to move on move forward that's what I anticipate I move on move forward and I'm expecting of him to fill my life so if the Israelites had done that they wouldn't have wandered extra years um They wouldn't have waited so long to get to the promised land. And Moses might not have even died before he got there. You know, he never made it over to the promised land. But there was an obedience factor there that was coming at them, all of them. And Moses included. And he was a man of God. And he did so many wonderful things and obeyed God. And then... Boom, he 
chose not to obey. He didn't, he didn't do what the Lord asked him to do. He struck the rock with his cane, with his staff, and that's not what God said to do. So, you know, it was not following through and doing what you want instead of what God wants. And I could have chosen to stay up where I was at and, you know, just wallowed in all of it and been devastated for, you know, however many years. And I know a lot of people, you know, have a hard time um, getting on and everybody's different and some will have trouble for many years and others not. I mean, it's, I guess it's your frame of mind, where you want to be and how you want to deal with it. And there is some adjusting. Yes. But I'd rather adjust with the Lord in, in that whole aspect. And he knows each and one of our hearts. So we don't even have to tell him. He knows. So I wanted to give that to you today because of Advent and how we need to look about growing because there were cedar trees that grew in the desert, in the wilderness where the Israelites were. And cedar trees are huge, they're huge trees. And they were growing and blossoming and know, in a, in a place that didn't have very much. The deserts are pretty desolate. <laughs> there isn't much there. There's not much water, but cedars grow roots deep into the ground, and I imagine that's how they survive. And yet the Israelites went around and didn't recognize that one fact that they had to let their roots grow deep with the Lord strength and stability and being able to grow and they didn't come out of that they, they, they stayed in their own thinking so you know he gives examples like that in the, in the scriptures you know and I've read over them many times and never noticed that that yeah cedar trees they shouldn't be growing in the desert <laughs> but they did Cedars of Lebanon, that he talks about a lot. And he's here to transform us, like he does in every aspect. So allow him to transform you. Your willingness is a factor in how he fulfills things. We have to be active and participate with him in it. So look at how you're walking. Look at how things are. Are things um, transitioning? Um, Yeah, there might be bumps along the road. There might be things that you have to get through and challenge you and and, um, may not look quite the way you would want it to, but, you know, you just keep going. Um, my car broke down and can't be fixed, you know, 
But I fully expect that the Lord's going to replace that and give me something that I need. And that'll be good. And in aspects of transitioning, we're always transitioning. There's always something that we're being challenged with. So I'm not just waiting. Could have done that back in my other foot. So we must take possession within our heart. Grab a hold of something more. Something more than what we see. I don't see ahead of me so much. That's why he talks about going day to day. You know, doing what you need to do each day. Because if you get caught up in thinking too much ahead, then you get caught up in a lot of whole stuff that, you know, may not even be, you know. And then you get frustrated and upset. So, um, I take my day each and every day right now. What do I need to do today? What can I do today? Do I need to relax today? Do, do I have to do something that will help me this week? You know, you start evaluating and looking at aspects. And then asking the Lord to. And not becoming stuck. Because he gives you the faith to believe in, even though you may not see it. And he's the one that builds the faith. You can't build the faith. He he gives you the faith and the ability to trust and believe. You just have to participate with that and work along with that faith to trust and believe. He promised it would come. I know that I've heard in time it will come. It's on his timing. It's not on ours. The whole process of going into the promised land was on his timing. So there's another factor. He doesn't always guarantee you will see it. Moses didn't see the promised land. Yet he obeyed and worked towards all of that with the Israelites. My son did not see his healing here, of which he wanted and he asked for it, he prayed for it, was hoping for it, but he didn't see it here. The Lord took him home. It wasn't what we wanted.
So he's actually looking for harmonic resolution. A restoration. Everything working together. Harmonic. Everything coming together. And sound and placement and how you think, how you act. Everything resonates together. Then peace comes. Then all things will be new. trying to unite us in our spirit with him. So we need to take it into possession in ourselves and walk forward saying, I'm here, Lord. I'm here for you. What do you want? What do you want? Show me. Guide me. Direct me. The world's intention right now. There's loss. There's lots of frustration. All kinds of things going on. may not seem right or look right brokenness but there's beauty in life I know that I anticipate his coming I'm looking forward to it I know when my son heard, I'll meet you, don't be afraid, as he asked to go home to Jesus and we prayed, and he clenched his fist and brought them down together in unity and said, yes, like a gesture of, of total Committing himself to the Lord. I mean, yes, I'm going to see him. I got, I'm going to get my request. I don't have to have this cancer anymore. I can go home and see him. He was so elated and excited. It's the face that we need to have ourselves. That I'm going to go home to Jesus at some point. I'm going to be with him in anticipation of wanting and desiring that because this is not our home if you believe in the Lord you accept him as your Lord he's given you eternal life and that's our home so I can't wait till he comes back and even if I go before he comes back that's great you know I'm going to be with him I see things 
as a gift right now. That I can do things now differently. I've completed the mission that I had as a mother. But that doesn't mean he won't use me in other factors with other people, with other families. I'm blessed and I'm grateful and thankful and humble. Because we're not entitled to anything but internal damnation and hell because that's the first Adam. And we came in in that regard as Having that sin. Yes, Jesus forgave it. He came and he forgave it. But we still have the sin nature that we deal with every day. Our attitudes, the way we speak, the way we think, what we do, what we don't do. I mean, there's so many things and aspects to it. But because of what Christ did, I have life in him and he made the sacrifice for me. So to be in his presence with him and him coming back is just a wonderful and marvelous thing. So in Isaiah 40, it talks about the captivity. And his power and mercy coming. So there's a lot to the scriptures, a lot of things that you can contemplate. And we need to prepare the way for the Lord in our own personal life and our own personal thinking uneven grounds he will make level he will change the hearts and the valleys will be raised up and the mountains will be made low and the glory of the Lord will be seen. So we need to have that in each aspect of our, our person. Because he prepares the way in us and how we're to be. How the bride is to be. How he's to come back for that bride. Repentance is big. And John was sent, John the Baptist was sent to, to, to speak of his coming, of Jesus' coming. He was sent forth to, to announce.
so the tension is building around us in, in this world and we need to be prepared for Jesus to return Ecclesiastics is a book that is hard to read sometimes and, but there's a verse in there Ecclesiastics said it (laughs) because anyway that book (laughs) chapter 3 verse 10 the scene eternity is made in men's hearts that's where you're going to see it the eternity within you you are longing and desiring for the eternity to come with Christ. So what's longing in your hearts? That goes along with the anticipation and expectation. In Hebrew, Elam, I'm sorry, in Hebrew, Elam means eternity into the hearts and soul. So we have an eternity within us, in our hearts. Depends on how we display our hearts. You know, the Lord says, I I know your heart, I know everything within you. So sometimes the Lord works with your heart it's not right it's not aligned correctly with him so there's always more than what we can see so we need to continue and engage in life enjoy what we can and do what we can do what good we can do I know that a lot of Christians you know, they love the Lord and they study and they do things in church and are active and all that. But what comes out of their mouth is different. It's different. They might know a lot of scriptures and they might, you know, know the Bible well. But what comes out of their mouth or attitude or speech or it's totally the opposite. And you're wondering, how can they do all of that and then speak that they know God and the scriptures but then what's exampling out of their mouth is totally different and there's criticism and critical aspects and judgment and rude and brash comments and condemning even sometimes and you know it's just a duality that you see that isn't supposed to be there not of God you have that and so I would think that's a heart issue it's a heart issue you might know it in your brain and you might know it by what you do in church oh I'm doing good I'm see I'm doing this but you're not displaying it in your actions or, or your speech so you know, I don't contend with that because that's usually a spirit. A lot of people talk about religious spirits. Well, they're there. And 
know, religious spirits are there to disrupt, cause havoc and tension and division and everything. So, you know, contending with them and arguing back is not what needs to happen because that places you right there within it. So, there's so many things that come along with this that your attention to the Lord and focus with him and be able to get his counsel, wisdom, and understanding and all revelation in it because he's the one that will guide and deliver you. I wanted to give that during this season because it's important. We're moving into the new year for the Gregorian calendar. We don't know what has come, what may for us as a society or a culture, but we're looking, hopefully, to be hopeful with it, and that God would help us in it. The Jewish calendar, we're already in 2023. The biblical calendar is already in, in 2023, and he goes by his timeline always gone by the biblical calendar but he helps us through our whole lives in whatever aspect we're in whatever culture we're in whatever timeline we're in we're, we're grafted in as Gentiles and he loves us just as much in fact that's what he put in place to make the Jewish people jealous so that they would see something different that they didn't see beforehand, wonder why, why, why did they have that? So I don't know, it's just a, a whole plan that he knows and he's going to play out and it's going to come at one point, a point where everything will change. Either with him coming back or he'll change it. So I wish you a well Christmas. A good Christmas. Because I don't know if I'm going to be doing anything before then. And we'll see you in the new year. Not if I don't do anything before. And uh, I hope that this will help you month just evaluate become closer to God develop a relationship so that you can have more and you can see those marvelous and wonderful things so ask yourself what are you expecting what are you anticipating right around the corner for us. And he works with all aspects and he brings things together for those who love him and acknowledge him and go according to his will and purpose. Romans 8, 28. 
I want that for everyone. It's a key scripture. Because he's done it in my life. Wish you well. And God bless you.